Good morning. Welcome to the Just Dogs with Sherry podcast. I'm Sherry and today I'm talking to you about my walk. Uh, our walk this morning uh, with Elsa and Riggs and we went to our favorite place to walk which is walking around a lake in my neighborhood um, or close by to my neighborhood and it seemed like all the idiots were out this morning. Um, we had several run-ins with people and their dogs. One in particular that got my adrenaline going, which took me about a third of a mile to shake off. So I felt obliged or forced to come home and do a podcast. Uh, many of you know that I'm writing an ebook. Uh, I have decided to publish it as an ebook so that um, as soon as it's ready, you can get it on canine etiquette for the canine guardian. And today was one of those days that the whole time I'm just like, oh, I got to go home and finish that book. Honestly, I can't even believe it. Um, so I'll go through our walk incident by incident. There were three particular incidents today which left me shaking my head. The one in the middle was the worst and left my adrenaline fired. We started our walk this morning like any other morning. Uh, we pulled up to the park, the birds are chirping, the sun is out, and I'm ready for a nice zen walk. Uh, I leashed up the dogs, lift Elsa out, then Riggs is released from the car. I lock up and we head out. Um, the sniffing begins instantly. This is definitely our Sniffari adventure place. Um, so it does take us a long time in the beginning of our walk to get very far at all because I'm basically there for their sniff uh, enjoyment. So it was probably about 15 minutes into our walk when we came across a woman who was walking uh, a little, I call a Disney dog, a little scruffy blonde dog. And she was locked on to my dogs pretty hard. And when we're going to pass other dogs, I move my guys over to the right and rein them in short and we walk nicely by other dogs. That way everybody has enough room. There's no accidents. But this woman, as soon as she got up to us, her dog darted to the end of its leash, which was probably six feet, and came within about a foot from Elsa and Riggs. The dog displayed quite a bit, growling and snorting at Elsa and Riggs, and they kept their composure. I moved over a little further, as far as I could go, and continued to walk past, and then I turned around and I told the lady that she shouldn't allow her dog to do this because one of these times the dog is going to charge the wrong dog and end up getting hurt. And the lady actually agreed, uh, which I was surprised, and we continued our walk. So it wasn't long after that that we ran into the main bad interaction. Um, as I explain all the time, I'm a very vigilant scanner. I like to know what's up ahead of me. I don't like surprises. I want to be able to deal with what's in, in front of me. So I saw quite a ways up ahead of me a guy with two dogs. They happen to be pit bulls. And they had leashes on, but he wasn't holding the leashes. So my immediate response to any dog that is off leash or on leash, but not 
attached to their human is to stop. I am not walking past them until the person either leashes their dog or picks up the leashes. So I called out to him and asked him to please pick up his leashes. One of the dogs head up the hill beside him to take a poop and the other one, the smaller of the two dogs, locked on Dalson Riggs and he was only able to get that dog because he stomped on her leash the instant she started bolting towards us. So I was happy that he now had one of the dogs somewhat under control. At least he was holding the leash, but the dog was locked onto us really hard and was straining and trying to slip her collar just to get to Alison Riggs. So my adrenaline was going. I have a really hair trigger adrenaline surge. Um, so I, my adrenaline was really pumping. Elsa and Riggs were kind of on guard at that point. And then Elsa noticed the dog that had gone up onto the hill because after he pooped, he was doing his scent marking, kicking his feet, and he was flinging leaves and things. And she started to bark at him, which was not good because then he was alerted to our presence. So I yelled at the guy again, even though I was saying please at the end of my statements to pick up the leash. And he yelled back at me that his dog was not going to bother me. And I then yelled at him a third time, this time much more angry, but still with a please at the end of the sentence. And he said his dog was not going to bother us. There was a reason he had picked up one of the leashes and this other dog was not going to bother us. And this other dog, which was a, a pitbull mix, I would say three-quarter pitbull. He was huge, bigger than a lab. Um, big giant bowling head head both dogs had huge prong collars on um, the smaller of the two dogs was still straining it never stopped straining until they were well past us um, trying to get Talson rigs and the large one then he continued to walk and he walked past us and the whole time that he was walking past he was telling his dog over here no not over there stay here um and the dog kept looking at us. And so I unholstered my pepper spray and I was ready. And my guys were really surprisingly in guard mode, which is somewhere that they never have to be because I am so guarding of them. I try very hard to always be aware of what's going on around me. Um, so no dogs move in on us. Um, you know, we do U-turns, we do this way, we move to separate paths, we get off the path. We always have space so that this never occurs. So I moved Elsa and Riggs as far away as I could up against a fence. And this guy belligerently kept coming and telling his dog, nope, not there, over here, walk with me. Um, obviously the dog was not reliable because he seemed nervous that the dog might come over to us. Now, this incident could have been avoided just by him picking up the leash. I mean, the dog, the big black dog that he would not pick up the leash of, his leash was literally dragging beside the guy's foot. So all he had to do was bend down and pick up the leash. This guy was completely ignorant as far as common courtesy, um, not to mention canine etiquette and things to avoid conflict. All he had to do was bend down and pick up the leash to make me feel a little bit more comfortable. I was still going to be unnerved 
walking by him because his smaller pipple was so hard locked on to Elsa and Riggs that we would have very quickly gone by as calm and kind of invisible as we could um, just to get past without an, an actual interaction. But I was really surprised by Elsa and Riggs, <laughs> more surprised by Riggs because he's such a little kind of chicken guy, um, that they both stepped up and they were like, okay, we're going to do this. And um, so I had to step up even more so that they realized they didn't have to do anything, which is exactly what happened. And we continued our walk. They calmed down much quicker than I. They did both shook off, reset. Um, it took me about a third of a mile for my adrenaline to lower and for me to kind of um, not be as angry as I was. I was literally fuming at this guy. And um, had I had to use the pepper spray on his dog, I then probably would have turned it on him because it was completely his fault, not his dog's. So then our walk continued. We had an enjoyable walk until the very end and nothing really bad happened. Just one of those like leave me with my head shaking. Like really? Um, we were heading towards the car. I could see the car from where we were and uh, the car was on the right. Coming from the left was a lady with a big blonde doodle and on a big long extension lead. And she was coming in our direction. So I crossed the street and we were heading to the car and I turned around. I could hear her yelling something. So I turned around and um, she was saying something to me about poodle. And I don't know if she was saying, are those doodles? Are they, a, are they poodles or what? But um, I just put my hand up and said no, because then she came across the street and her dog was probably... 12 feet from her and literally dragging her towards us. So I put my hand up and I said, no, I didn't want an interaction, especially with the dog on an extension leash. And she kept coming, kept coming and she's yelling things and I can't hear what she's saying. Um, we were actually walking by a little babbling brook at the time. So that was masking what she was saying to me. But the fact that she kept coming and kept coming and I was turning around, walking away, reining the dogs in, crossing the street. I did so many things with body language to let her know that I was not interested in an interaction. But she kept coming until her dog was about, I'm going to say four feet from us, which meant 16 feet from her. And I finally just yelled, no. And she stopped and she went, oh okay and at that point that was either the third or fourth no that I had yelled out to her so I loaded Elsa and Riggs up in the car they had a drink of water a little snack and I got in the car and all I could do was shake my head it is unbelievable what people don't know what they don't know about regular etiquette and canine etiquette that guy with the two dogs where he was belligerent and there was no way he was not picking up his leash he was determined not to pick up that leash should have picked up his leash it would have changed everything if you want to walk your dogs like I do a lot and drop leashes 
it's when no one else is around. Um, like definitely not on a path where there's other people. And if I did, it would just be when no one was around. As soon as somebody shows up with a dog or without a dog, I pick up the leashes. Nobody, not even people without a dog, want to walk by an off-leash dog, no matter what size the dog is. And another sort of non-dog related incident today was a woman jogging from behind us. Um, I could hear her coming up from behind us because the first part of our walk, um, when we walk around this lake, the first part is a dirt path and the second part is paved. So I could hear her coming up. I never wear uh, earbuds or headphones or anything because I like to hear what's going on around me. Um, and I could hear her coming, but it, the closer she got, the more I realized that she was going to be running very close to us. And so as she closed in, I turned around and looked at her. She would have literally hit my shoulder. So I'm walking on a path. Just imagine I'm walking on a path that has to be at least 10 feet wide. So I'm walking with my two dogs. She's jogging by us and she's going to actually brush my shoulder. So I very quickly took a couple of steps to the right so that she didn't bump into me, which just left me shaking my head again. I mean, if you've got so much room on a path, why would you run so close that maybe, I mean, my dogs won't lunge out and grab a jogger, but I know a lot of dogs are triggered by movement like that. Why would you chance that? Why would you not take space? So one of my biggest mottos in life is take space, give space. I myself like a lot of space around me. I do not like people that close in or come super close, close talkers, that kind of thing. And I definitely want to give my dog space because it gives them comfort. So basically our walk today was a, a big head shaker for me, but just kind of fuels me to get my etiquette book done because it is mind boggling how much people don't know. Um, just common sense stuff. Like even if I didn't have dogs, why would somebody jog so close that they're actually going to touch you when we're on a 10 foot wide pathway? Um, why would the guy not pick up his leash when it would have been so easy just to bend down and pick it up because he had something to prove. And what he proved was that he was an idiot. So there you go. That was our walk today. Hopefully tomorrow will be better. Um, nothing seriously bad happened, but we were definitely left with a, wow, really? Moment. Mm -hmm.